Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's time for Detroit Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Detroit Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get into it, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Activate Your Great Consulting Agency, who's supporting this episode. Today on Detroit Business Radio, we have Ted Austin with Bank Michigan. Welcome, Ted. Hey, Lee. How are you? I am excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Bank Michigan. How are you serving folks? Uh, you know, Bank Michigan, we're a small community bank. We're based out of Brooklyn, Michigan, um, but we've got branches in Ann Arbor, Onstead, and Brooklyn, and um, you know, we're able to service people. We have a great online presence as well. So we can do a lot of stuff digitally, but we've been, we've been around since 1907. We were founded in 1907 out in Onstead, a uh, small farming town, but we, you know, throughout the years we've grown with technology and we still utilize the, even the latest technology to help service our clients, even though we're a small community bank. So. Now, can you explain to our listeners the difference between maybe kind of the, the billboard bank uh, that they might see, uh, maybe that's on the on a on a stadium versus a community bank. Could you explain how uh, those two entities? They, they might think they're the same, but they're very different, aren't they? Uh, yeah, very different. You know, when when uh, when you have a big bank, because I've worked, you know, I've been in banking, banking and financial services for you know over fifteen years now myself, and I worked for some of the big guys, and now I work for you know a small community bank and it's, it's, it's a world of difference. Um, you know, when, when you have a big bank, you walk in and you do, you know, functionally, they, they function a lot the same, right? You, you have your transactions, but on the back end, it's the difference. You know, when, when I'm sitting down with a customer, I know that customer's name. I know everything about them. Um, and a relation, you know, we really stress building a relationship and building a partnership with our clients, you know, and helping them, um, as opposed to them just being numbers on a paper and, and having, you know, fill, you know, filling out a box and, and checking all the boxes on a, on a form, you know, we really try to, to, to help our customers and go out of our way and, and know their business almost as well as they do so that we can help provide them guidance and, and support and, and do whatever they need to do to, to grow their business. And in today's business climate, that, that to me is uh, critical because that could be the difference between, uh, you know, getting an SBA approved alone it could be the difference between getting some of that PPP, um, having a partner as as your banker as a partner, that could be game changing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you have a relationship with your banker, it really, um, you know, your banker becomes an advocate for you and your business, right? So, so when I've got my client sitting in front of me, my, my, you know, I don't like to call clients. You know, I'm more of a partner with them. You know, I feel I have a vested stake in their business you know, maybe not as much as they do, obviously, as being the business owner, but, you know, we have quite a vested stake in their business as well. So we really want their business to succeed. So, you know, we really do everything we can. We put 100% of our energy into, um, you know, getting them stuff like PPP loans. We have an SBA division, um, which is actually something unusual for some, you know, some of the smaller banks don't have a dedicated SBA division. No, they'll, they'll do SBA loans, but we, we actually have a, you know, dedicated SBA team. Um, and so we really try and come up with all the different products and services and try and be come up with the best way to, to, to make their business successful and get them what they need. You know, I like to say when, when other banks say no, you know, we try and find a way to say yes, you know, even if we have to be creative about it. 
Right. So your your client or customer or partner is actually getting pretty much everything they would get from one of these kind of mega banks, but they're also getting that a lot more personal service and advocacy of you helping them and watching their back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that advocacy and, and that partnership really is the, the keystone for the community banks. You know, it's it's um, we have the best interest at heart for them and, and they know when they walk in the door or even, you know, even if they don't walk in the door, we're looking out for them and they're our number one priority. You know, we don't it's not they're not just another number that if something goes wrong, we can just go out and find another customer. You know, they're our they're our partner. You know, we really stress having a partnership with them and, and we're not afraid to have the hard conversations with them. If we think see things are going bad and or we think they need to make changes, we'll we'll sit down and have those conversations with them. We like to we like to shoot it straight. And, you know, and I think that's really important for a business person. You don't want to waste time with, you know, trying to track people down or, or having, you know, or, or, or somebody who's beating around the bush and, and just kind of giving you the runaround if they don't want to work with you, you know. We try and shoot our customers straight. Well, uh, even worse to me is the fact that every time you go in there, there's somebody else in there. Like you're the person you might have dealt with in the big bank, you know, last week isn't there this week. There's somebody else and you got to re-explain everything. They don't know who you are. You're just kind of a name on a spreadsheet. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Staff turn you know, turnover is one of the, uh, that's one of the biggest headaches I've heard um, about complaints about larger banks is they don't know who they're dealing with. And, and with me, you know, you have that personalized information, you know, the, the CEO of my bank is in my office, you know, three, three days a week, he walks into my office and has a conversation with me about my clients and what can we do for him? And what, you know, and, and we have that, you know, so that we, you know, the CEO of our bank is actually working directly with clients as opposed to, and you don't, you don't get that at a, you know, one of the big banks. Now let's talk a little bit. You you mentioned earlier about this SBA loan uh, program that what you're doing is a lot different than maybe other community banks and even maybe even some of these larger banks. Can you talk about, um, you know, how you help get access to capital? Because that's one of the biggest hurdles for a small business is access to capital. And um, if you've kind of figured out a way to help these folks kind of get those SBA loans where maybe they were having a difficult time or maybe they didn't even consider getting one because they thought it was too impossible. Yeah, there's a, you know, the SBA is a great tool. Um, we implemented our SBA team. Oh, I want to say we brought them on board uh, October of last year, October of 20, I'm sorry, October of 19, not October of last year. I can't believe time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, October of 19 is when we started our dedicated SBA team. And and Katie and Mike, they do a great job. Um, they specifically dedicate 100% of their time to working with SBA deals because because when you're when you're dealing with the SBA, it it can be um, a little bit more cumbersome. So a lot of people, a lot of business owners will say, oh, I don't want to deal with the SBA because it, it, you're dealing with a government agency, and the bureaucracy of getting one of those loans can be very intimidating for for somebody who owns a um, you know let's say you own a manufacturing plant or in you're dealing, you know, most of your time is being consumed by running your day-to-day business. To have to deal with the bureaucracy of a federal government um, agency can really be intimidating. So uh, Katie and Mike and and our SBA team do a fantastic job. They kind of run, make it super simple for our business owners. Um, They actually put together all the paperwork. We'll go over every line, um, you know, uh, make sure all the T's are dotted and all the I's are crossed or however however it goes and and um 
you know, make sure everything is perfect. So if the if, if, if an SBA loan is appropriate, and, and there's a lot of cases where an SBA loan can be appropriate for a business, you know, they don't need to feel intimidated or feel scared to go through that because our guys will walk them right through it and kind of do it, do everything for them and make it as easy as possible. Um, I've seen, you know, working in some, when I was working in one of the larger banks, I, I've seen SBA loans that took, you know, anywhere from four to six months to close, you know, from application to closing. And, and I've seen Katie and Mike, I've seen them close SBA deals in as little as three weeks. Um, so they really cut down on the time and, and hassle that it takes, you know, for the business owners uh, a lot. And the SBA can be a, can be a great source of capital because, you know, when, there's a couple of things that big banks look at when they're trying to figure out a deal for a customer and, and then they look at collateral and they look at cash flow. And if one of those, you know, for, for a bank to do a traditional loan, a client needs to have good collateral and they have to have good cash flow. Well, that's, that makes the deal a no brainer. But what the SBA does is the SBA will guarantee those loans, um, sometimes up to 90% of the loan to the bank and say, hey, if, if there's a problem here because there's maybe the collateral, there's a shortfall in collateral or maybe the deal doesn't cash flow out perfectly. Um, the SBA takes a lot of the risk off of the bank so that the, that allows the bank to make loans to customers who have a shortfall in one of those areas and gives us a little bit more latitude um, to work with some of those uh, those people. And then, then it also, um, make, they're also, it's also a great resource for the customer themselves because the SBA is going to put a lot of um, or procedures in place. They put a lot of procedures in place to make sure that the client is getting a good deal, right? That they're not getting taken advantage of. Um, there's a lot of um, hoops that you have to jump through um, that, you know, for you to get a loan that, you know, let's say you're purchasing a purchasing a business, right? You you have to make sure that that business is fair price and you're not getting taken advantage of. And, and it really becomes a good backstop to make sure that the business owner's getting a good deal, not take, getting taken advantage of, um, and but is still able to make the deal, get the capital that they need to really get to work and, and start growing their business. So now what are some of the things that an SBA loan could be used for? Oh gosh, it's, uh, I mean, it's, Quite a lot. We've done SBA loans for you know purchasing businesses. We've done we've done SBA loans for for um, you know just last year we did one for a a, a guy who was buying a, uh, a buying his father out of the business. Um, so we actually used that as a purchase. So if you wanted like he had worked for the business for years and he wanted to buy, um, his father was retiring, so they were able to do a set up an SBA loan. So that they could, you know, the son could purchase the assets and the dad could take the money and go off and retire um, and, and golf and sit on the beach. We've done that, we, you know, but even we've done SBA loans for, um, I've got a painter who set up a, a SBA line of credit um, so that he's able to buy paint in bulk and buy, you know, sprayers and all of his equipment um, so that he could go out and do commercial work and, and do, you know, do some bigger jobs and, and not have to worry about the cash flow of getting money from the client up front or getting the job done. So he has the money to buy the materials, you know, to, to go out and do the work and then get paid from the client. He doesn't have to worry about, it. he makes sure his guys get paid and all that. And he's got that cash flow purposes. So, um, and we've, we've even had, you know, you can use SBA loans to buy buildings or, or buy real estate or, or just um, an infusion of cash because you're, 
you know, you have a new prototype that you're building and, and you need to bring it to market, something like that. Now, um, I'm a big proponent of having a banker become part of your kind of trusted advisor, you know, maybe an informal trusted advisor board that you might have because of those reasons. You you can help with access to capital. You can help with, um, you know, kind of keeping the financial engine running in terms of, of kind of watching our back. But also, um, you know everybody in town. You know all the players, and you can really help from a networking standpoint as well. Do you find that uh, being in your seat, knowing so many business owners, it enables you to really kind of be a matchmaker and help maybe introduce some folks that maybe didn't know each other but should? Yeah, absolutely. You know, at Bank Michigan especially, we take we take uh, partnership, being a partner with our our clients uh, very, very strongly. We define the partnership, you know, we've got, and I've done that multiple times where I'll have a customer who, um, you know, we've got a customer who is a farmer who grows um, corn uh, or I'm sorry. Well, we've got, you know, and he actually, we've introduced him to a customer who's using that corn to make mash for, you know, uh, a distillery. And then we've got another customer who we've introduced to that will buy the used grain that you use to feed his pigs. So we can, you know, we find that we try and find that help find that symbiotic relationship. But we've got one customer that's doing something and they come to us and say, Hey, I need this. And, um, you know, what can I do? And, you know, so we, you know, we've got another customer that's doing something in that same field or, or something that could be complimentary to them. We absolutely will, you know, make that invite. Maybe we'll take them out both out to lunch and say, Hey, you guys should meet each other and see if you guys can do business. Again, we have a vested in, we have a, as a community bank, we have a vested interest in being an economic engine to grow the economic force in our community. You know, so if we can just make an introduction and be a resource for our, our clients um, to make business connections or even, you know, client connections, we, we're, we're absolutely more than willing to do that. We do that all the time. Now, the community bank, we've been talking a lot about business, but you're also there for uh, personal financial solutions as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. We are, you know, we are, um, you know, members of F FDIC and, and equal housing lenders. Um, but we do, yeah, so we, we offer community, you know, um, consumer products as well. We have checking accounts, savings accounts, CDs, money market accounts. Um, we, we have all the same, same products and services that you would offer home equity line of credits. Um, you know, we really try and take a tool, any any kind of financial tool that somebody needs. You know, we we want to be able to provide that for them. Um, so yeah. So now, uh, what's the most rewarding part of the job for you? You know, really for me, I love working with the clients and working with working with people and watching them succeed. Um, you know, one of my favorite clients that I, I talk about all the time. You know, obviously because of secrecy rules, I can't get their way. But was a client he. He started off as a, uh, he had a taco truck. He was just a food truck serving tacos out of a truck. And, and he came to me um, and wanted a loan to start his, start a, a sit-down restaurant. He now has three sit-down restaurants in, in over five years. He actually grown up to have three sit-down restaurants um, and still has a taco truck, which is doing fantastic. It's, and, and um, you know, seeing him, but being able to see him grow, he now employs uh, over 70 people. Um, he's, you know, he's struggling right now because of the pandemic, obviously, but, you know, he's staying afloat. He's being able to stay afloat because he can do a lot of takeout and, 
and stuff like that. We've been able to help him with a couple of the PPP loans, but um, to keep him afloat. But he's doing a tremendous job, and 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 I have no doubt that his he's going to keep growing. He's got he's got plans to even keep growing his his uh, restaurant once this once everything gets back in working order. But he's one of my favorite clients. And that's not, that's not because I still get free tacos when I go in there. <laughs> I just love the story of when he, uh, you know, his success story over the last five years, I've seen him be able to grow so much. It's been tremendous. So, Well, I mean, like we were saying earlier, during these chaotic times, this is when it would have been nice to have uh, invested in a relationship with a banker like you. Uh, but, you know, the next best time is today. So if somebody wants to learn more about um, Bank Michigan, What's the best way to to kind of connect with you or somebody on your team? Do you have a website? Yeah, bankmichigan.com. It's really easy. And we chose Bank Michigan as a name because it's name and a statement, right? We, we bank Michigan. Um, so bankmichigan.com is a f- fantastic resource. You can learn all about our products and services. Um, reach out. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram. Uh, we're on all those, all the social media websites as well. Um, yeah. And uh, we're always, you can always reach out to us as well. My, uh, my, my branch phone number here is, is 517-592-1079. Um, give us a call here or, or um, hit me up on social media. Good stuff. Well, Ted, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. I appreciate you, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Detroit Business Radio.